we're here we're back this is uh season two episode three motivation declaration podcast i am coming at you solo tonight i um you know funny enough for the motivation declaration podcast i have struggled to find uh, motivation to record anything in the past long time and you know i think when that happens you have to really refocus yourself really um take a look at things that are important to you and find motivation in the things that you enjoy and the things you appreciate and the things that you love and um obviously there's a lot there's a lot that i want to jump back into um you know we've been doing some fun stuff myself and my unofficial unofficial maybe unconfirmed uncommitted co-host jose we've been doing some things uh lately we've been you know we play a lot of volleyball together and we have uh, been recording ourselves and one fun project we're gonna do at some point is to just kind of get on and talk about um our matches and talk about the things that we go through and the things that we do and say and <laughs> just to be um just to have some fun with it you know we one of the big things i'm really about is um being involved in things that you that you like and um i really would like to get some some athletes on the program and talk about um their experience and their process throughout the the whole experience of them being in athletics and how that's shaped their life and how it's maybe um changed over time and how it's maybe um reshaped their life and how they've maybe been reinvigorated by some of the things that they enjoy doing and kind of just how um like they 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 change like one one thing that I want to talk about is the um the athlete who went on to be in athletics to the athlete who like longs to you know do that again to be in that that um, sport again to the people who have kind of come back to it and even like all different all different facets of it um like myself who was never an athlete in, in high school and never in college but still um you consider myself maybe a a weekend warrior if you will maybe not so much on the weekends but still play those um sports quite a bit and really enjoy it and, and and take a lot out of it um so that's kind of something jose and i um share you know he i think he did a little bit more sports in high school than i did but fast forward to your late 30s mid to late 30s and we are um you know playing volleyball multiple nights a week he's golfing a lot um and just kind of taking that um you know, that sport that we love and turning it into ways to stay active and stay healthy. Because, you know, like, we're never going to be athletes. Never, I never was and we never will be again. So taking that time and just appreciating it when we have the ability to get out and be active. Um, and just kind of how that turns into passion. But, you know, that, that was one of the things that really, really interests me and really piqued my, uh, my interest in trying to get back in the studio here and make some new episodes. Um, 
So I was kind of taking inventory of things that I find important to me. Um, sports being one of them. And then I want to do something about being, you know, being a girl dad. That's one thing that I kind of thought of right away over two years ago when I, um, when I started this podcast, just because the influence that my, my daughter had on me and now has had on me so much, um, it's it's even greater. So kind of speaking of that and just getting with some dads just to talk about it. You know, recently I found over the past 122 days, um, I found sobriety and I want to maybe talk to some more people. I know we did an episode once about sobriety. We did some about the, the sober bar, but I kind of want to keep that going. You know, everybody's story is, is different. So I kind of want to keep that going and get those, those ideas of support flowing out. And I want to try to keep doing stuff in the community. Uh, I did. I, I like to do the focus on Racine. Not really focus on Racine, but that's a whole different organization. But just I'd like to focus on some things going on locally in our community and 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 uh, try to highlight that as much as we can. I think we're gonna get back with the uh, we rock the spectrum folks and do another follow up after they're they've been around for a year, and then and kind of go with just some other passion projects and kind of jump back into it and we'll see kind of what happens from there but the one thing that I've been really looking forward to getting back in the studio is just kind of having fun with it again you know a lot of the the first two seasons or first full season I guess that we've recorded it's been a lot of like serious topics but I kind of want to maybe stick with the serious topics, but do a little bit more fun stuff and maybe incorporate more fun stuff into some of the serious topics like the sports episodes I want to do and, and, and look at that that video and some of that audio we took playing, uh, playing volleyball and break it down and just kind of see the more fun side of it and kind of tie that back with a uh, serious, passionate side. So that's that's kind of some things I want to do this, this season and, and change it up and just make it different. I still have fun and still be serious, but um, just make it different. So looking back, I wanted to talk about some things that I found passion in and things that I loved and coming up with ideas. I was surfing a lot on you know, on Facebook, the Facebook reels have gotten me lately. Um, you know, I use TikTok a lot and coming across the, um, the podcast that Jason and uh, Travis Kelsey, they put on and just talking about how, um, those guys just get along so damn well. Uh, you know, they're brothers, they do, they're both in the NFL, they play professional sports still, they have a good time, um, talking to each other on the podcast, it really got me thinking about the things that, you know, that I find um, passionate and the things that I love and, and, and coming back to it, it's, you know, it's it's my brother. Um, you know, uh, about two weeks ago, I gave a coworker a ride home and we were talking about uh, <laughs> how, uh, how, much, how many fights we've been in and how how we've, uh, I had mentioned that I never really got in a fight. I 
our little scuffles or whatever. Never really a fight until I until I realized that the the um the fight that I get on that was the most serious that really like threw punches and I mean when you get in a fight you look like an asshole and and I looked like an asshole in this in, instance was the fight with uh with my brother that I got into probably probably 20 years ago now it was really a a stupid thing like most uh fights are like um like most fights are but especially with siblings um you know the story goes we were going up to milwaukee together my my folks used to own a, a candy company um where they would sell candy over the internet so we'd we'd have to drive to uh, to milwaukee well, 30, 35 minute drive to Milwaukee to get supplies for him. And, uh, I always hated going. I still like, I'm still a terrible passenger. Like you can't get me to sit still in the passenger seat of a car. I almost on a bus ride last week to, to Marquette for a field trip at, at work. I almost threw up. I swear. Thankfully coworker had some mints that I've never been a good, never been a good passenger. And one of the um, times we were going up, I was particularly crabby because I'm also not a morning person. And those trips usually required getting up in the morning. And I was a, a, a teenager, late teens maybe. I don't, I couldn't tell if I was, you know, 16 or, or 19 or what I was. But I was a crabby teenager who was not a morning person and was not a not great passenger in a car. And, you know, we, uh, maybe my brother was the same way, I don't know, but... You know, we, we got out of the car, going inside to the, um, get some supplies for my mom. And I believe I pretended to, uh, smash a, a Sobe bottle over his head. You know, not the Sobe life water, the old thick glass bottles that I was drinking that morning. The, uh, strawberry banana was by far the best that Sobe's ever created, but that's for another time. And, um, you know, my brother, he took up exception to me trying to, pretending to smash him with a bottle, um, like I would probably take exception to, and we ended up, you know, kind of fist fighting and, and, uh, rolling around on the ground in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> you know, we're two teenagers and again, my brother might've even been in his twenties, but you know, they, they, uh, they call their mama from inside and they watched, watching us roll around in the parking lot and fist fighting. Um, I thought that was kind of wild that the only time I've really ever thrown a punch was at my own brother. Um, it got me thinking that when we were talking about fights, I don't think my own brother's gotten in many other fights outside of that besides, uh, throwing punches for me instead of at me. And, um, it kind of really got me thinking like, damn, you don't really realize those siblings, those sibling rivalries, but those 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 sibling um, relationships that you have, you don't really realize how important they are to you. Um, and now we're here, thirty six and forty years old, and like weird, <laughs> two weird, two weird dudes with with kids and shit going on. And just the other day, my uh. When just today, my brother posted a link on my Facebook that they're redoing the uh, the Langoliers movie, which um, if anybody doesn't know, Langoliers is a Stephen King book that was made into a 
<laughs> it was not a great quality TV movie or TV miniseries, maybe. I know The Stand was also a series from a book. That was a TV miniseries uh, from Stephen King. Um, but The Langoliers was a crummy movie that my brother and I loved. Like I said, my my parents owned a candy store. Um, before that, though, it, it morphed into a candy store from a video store. So there's so many, I don't want to say foundational, because that might not be the right word, but like so many memories that I have from those times that he also shares. And this was one of them. And this is something that in the year 2023, where we're, again, we're 36 and we're 40, and we um, have all these things going on, we still have that bond and that connection that we where we take the time out to um, just share those moments. And that got me thinking like, damn, dude, like all the way back, all the way back. One of my first memories ever was of my brother. We lived over in a duplex on the, uh, I don't know if it's south side or north side, I don't know, in Kenosha off of Highway 31. And I may even be getting this wrong because it's so long ago, like where we lived. But I, the thing that I remember about this the most was um, I was young, had to been three or younger. Um, kid threw a rock and hit me right in the right in the dome, like right in that that goose egg spot, right in the the corner of your head. Um, again, I I couldn't have been more than four because we, we we moved away from there that that side a town when I was four, but I was young, and the only other time that I remember my brother throwing punches was then, when he, uh, tracked the kid down and, uh, you know, gave him the smoke for me, and then I remember the only other time that I've ever thrown a punch was at him, and that just kind of, kind of hits, hits home kind of deep for me, because, those those relationships we have um while things come and go and we've been different places in our lives and lived out of state and he's he's gone and lived here and there and done this with his life and you know joined the uh army reserves and was gone for four months in 2018 and um those stories that we share are still part of our um, of our story, of our, our our intertwined story that those siblings, if you if you have siblings like you know, then it'll uh, will never go away. It's something that you share forever. So, um, while it took me, you know, seven, six, seven minutes to get to the point, um, of things that you love and things that you're passionate about, you know, this this episode is is titled, you know. I love my brother because through it all, through all the all the um, things we've had going on in our lives, through all the years, um, when it comes down to it, it's your your family, your your siblings, my brother, and things that we. Um, should cherish and, and maybe take for granted sometimes the things that drive you and motivate you and 
getting back in the studio here after a long, long time, probably seven, eight months, maybe seven and a half, eight months, and only for the second time in a year getting out here and laying some laying some down and, and get my thoughts out and and get my motivation out to the world. It's it's you know, it's to my brother. It's a love for my brother that gets me down in the studio again. Like I said, I oddly enough for being the motivation declaration, I struggled to find motivation. And the thing that got me going and got me the words flowing and got the motivation back was my brother. So um, this is probably going to be a short episode because I, like I said, I'm just getting back in the studio, going uh, going solo tonight, recording this. Um, but the, the thing to take away is that go, go find your your siblings, go find your loved ones, whether it's your, your brother or that person who you love like a brother or your friend that needs help or your, somebody you've fallen out with, like go find them and, and tell them how you feel. Not to say that, you know, tomorrow's never promised but there's no point in saying tomorrow's never promised if you don't like fully like live today so ryan if you're listening um thank you for being that motivation that drive thanks for supporting me you know i don't share this story too much but um it's been it's been 11 years now on uh, November 19th 2012 uh, 2012 I was um I was arrested for a OWI and that you know it was 2:30 in the morning so November 20th it was 2:30 in the morning where I got pulled over and taken yeah, taken to the jail um, to spend the night, and you know, I, I called, I called my wife, but I was, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get another call through um, before I essentially fell asleep. So I really had no way of getting a hold of anybody. Um, but you know, it was my, it was my brother. And nobody knew where, who I was, where I was. Um, it was him that went and drove my uh, my route to work. He uh, it was I don't know eight nine in the morning. He drove my route to work that I'd usually take home. He he was the one that figured it out. Not that I would have still been rotten in there, but. And not that nobody else cared or nobody else was looking, but he was the one to take that time and and go find me and um, eventually eventually sign me out of um, detention center when I was 
one can find me. You know, all the things that you go through. So your family, your siblings, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins who are pretty much sisters. Those are the people that you that you count on and that you um, need to look for, um, for inspiration. So go find those people. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you, they inspire you. And uh, don't forget that. So one more time, Rhyme. Hopefully you're listening. Um, there's no love like a brother, and I owe you all of that. So love you, Rhino. It's Motivation Declaration, Season 2. I don't even know where I'm at. Episode 3. We'll um, tune in for a lot of many more episodes. We're coming back. We're getting that motivation back. We're going to be up, and we're going to be working on stuff to enrich your lives and the lives in the community and really be a sounding board for for me as a as a as a person so motivation declaration season two episode three we're back tune in next time thanks for listening love you rhino